because now you you used to going to somebody's house, but now you're divorced and you got to split up the kids one year having Thanksgiving with you, one year oh. having Thanksgiving with their dad. Oh. One year having, yeah. That was so funny, Sam. Sam just pointed out, Siggy was looking for her purse for like a solid 20 minutes. And Sam just found it sitting next to Siggy. Right next to me, and I didn't even know where it was. I just looked over, I'm like, oh, wait. There's the bag we were looking for. That's really funny. That is hysterical. But it's the new norm today. All so many people breaking up and, and family yeah. and splitting up that you just got to make the best of exactly. it. Exactly. And, and I don't know why I take Sometimes. it so personally. I take it personally I'm, too. I'm like, what do you mean you're not coming to Juju and Dawes? That's what we call right. my, my mom's family. I'm like, what do you mean we're not, you're not coming there? What do you mean you're missing Christmas Eve dinner? Like, they're like, Claire, yeah. we have, this is like, it's a, it's our own family Except because now. you want your family there mm-hmm. and when they're not like, there, it's like a part of the, yeah. the, the part of the Christmas mothers. is missing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I get what you guys are saying. Sometimes I look around and, They'll be like, Mom, we're not going to be with you this Thanksgiving. That's no, my favorite that's holiday. So sad. Oh, I love we're going to be with, with Dad and, and my ex husband and I Same are very good heart. friends, and he's always invited to my house, and he comes every year. But they're, you, you know, guys his have fiance, a nice dynamic. But his fiance is from Virginia, and she likes to go see her family. Right. And he's like, I'm taking the kids, you know, wherever for any holiday. And I look around the room, and everyone's like with their kids, and I'm like, Oh my Aww. God, I miss my kids. It gets sad. When you yeah, know. see, you know yeah. how it is. Yes. It's like upsetting. Mm-hmm. It is upsetting. But, um, and I know my, I'm very close to my sisters. So when we're not together for like a holiday, we always like, like no, the next day we're like, oh, I miss you. Like, I wish oh, I was there. I so wish I was really sad. there. And yeah. like, I mean, we all definitely, we were all together on Christmas morning, mm-hmm. but it's just like growing up, actually, that's not how it was. So it's just, yeah. it's like a bummer. This Christmas, actually, my whole family we spent it at my mom's and my niece, my sister, her husband, my sister, her boyfriend, everybody slept over at my mom's house and we woke up and we did all like gifts with each other. It was like the first so time. So fun with the baby, it was right? the yeah. first, the, our, my niece's first Christmas and it was just so nice with our yeah. family and like for the first time this Christmas now we had everybody together again because next Christmas I don't think, it, you know, my sisters yeah. are going to, now right. she has a two, she's going to have a two-year-old right. kid and exactly. you know she's not going to want to. with the babies though because I still Come see my husband watching Christmas movies. I still oh watch gosh. them. I watch, I watch them all the time. My dad yesterday. <laughs> they watch like, like I remember there, I'm coming home the Charlie Brown and, and, oh, they, and the, the love, very first Christmas. Love them. And it was like, I learned so much by watching these movies. Mm-hmm. But do, do you think yeah, you, because you're going to do that? You're like, like, Oh my gosh. No, that's what my I'm like dad a Christmas does to get myself. Us. I love this holiday. Yes, no, they, they, to get my family, Christmas spirit, my dad always has Christmas movies on. Oh, I, love I watched it. two yesterday. I'm not even exaggerating. We watched Christmas with the cranks. That's with Tim Allen. And then oh, we yeah. watched Santa Claus too, which is also with Tim Allen. I but love if you haven't seen Santa Claus. You should watch it. The Santa so Claus is cute. my favorite. Mm-hmm. The first one mm-hmm. is my favorite. Yeah. I never saw you the ha- second, it's a classic. I hate mm-hmm. the second and third. I, I watch them, but yeah. they're not my they're favorite. Not the same. It's not the same. Stuff they're just so cute. They're like during that when you sit there and you have your tree lit and you're watching yeah. TV. It's like so like. like do you have you seen it's a wonderful life? Yeah. Oh, I love that oh my one. god, it's my favorite so movie, good. classic, beautiful. So it's always classic. fun, and also like it's not like you're watching The Grinch in March. Right. So right. It's, yeah, it's well, fun to watch those things. It's January and it's ugly, and 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 it's me and Sam's worst worst month. I know you guys. Oh yes, our worst month. I'm just gonna throw a party so you guys can like it. Um, it's the worst month. What do you guys have to look forward to in January? My friend's birthday. Oh, nice. Maybe 30. So those are always fun. 30, 30th birthdays are fun. Yeah, and my mom's birthday. Sweet. And hopefully I'll be in my new apartment. Oh my God. Every time I say my apartment, someone just, I don't know. I hope you get in there Andy soon Cohen. too. I, know, I have a few birthdays. My niece's first birthday, my dad's birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah. 
Um, okay, I'm really excited because I want to break into the Dear Justin inbox. Okay, so we have our first one who I love this because he ends it. Hashtag uh, your gay male fan. <laughs> Sweet. So cute. Okay, so let me What's read his it. name? Let me make sure I can say his name oh. on the thing. I don't you know what to say. Uh, so I don't want to out okay. anybody if, if they didn't want to say their name. But let me read this too. It says, good evening, ladies. First of all, I love your podcast. I can listen to Siggy talk all day about relationships and calling a spade a fucking spade. My sister sister introduced me to your podcast about a month ago, and I'm obsessed. Great chemistry and amazing conversation. Good job, sister. We appreciate that. Um, He says, I'm emailing because my sister and I were texting about an argument her and my mom had. My youngest sisters and my mother remain in contact with the sister whom I'm texting with ex-boyfriend so we've actually talked about this before okay. so yes. okay. um so his, his sister's and mom talked to the sister's ex-boyfriend correct they um he continues to say they text and one of them snapchats with the youngest of the sisters on occasion it makes my sister very uncomfortable and this conversation got really ugly and somehow it escalated into a very heated battle what are your thoughts specifically on boundaries with family and exes what should you have I, uh, uh, this one always gets me. Like I don't know. It would we just ever wait a second? Wait a second. What, wait, wait, wait. We never followed up because we Hold we on. had brought this up. I'm not I even think we might have. I have to wait. Let's take it. Okay. The mother is still texting the ex boyfriend, sister's ex boyfriend of her daughter. Yes, of her. It's her daughter. Mm-hmm. It came out of her cookie. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm not getting this. No, right. no, yeah, yeah. The mother is 100 percent wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I totally so what do you mean? Agree. This is so difficult. Oh, wait a second. You gave birth to this child. It is your duty and obligation to protect this child. If it's an ex-boyfriend and it's not upsetting your daughter, then continue to do it and have a good time. Yeah, agreed. If it's upsetting your daughter and now you're fighting with her not talking about her. Because you're text messaging or like commenting on photos. <laughs> like, don't do that. I don't if, know why. If, why the daughter mother- has, if the daughter has a problem with it, me as it's, I'm going to put myself in like, as, this is me. If I have a problem with my mom texting my ex-boyfriend, I think I would pull my mom aside and mm-hmm. be like, I do not like you texting me anymore. Can you please stop because for me and my mother at that time would because I'm her daughter would be like anything for you. I understand whatever. And granted, no matter how close the mother and the ex the boyfriend were at the time, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because you are you're going to respect your own daughter. Yeah. Over any ex. And there's a reason why they're not together anymore. Listen to me. I want to tell you something. A couple of days ago. Joshua, my son, Joshua, who had broken up with his girlfriend, they're done. And I recently. Recently broke up with her and I'm in love with this girl. Beautiful girl. I'm I'm not going to, I'm just going to go into the short Mm -hmm. end of it. She got accepted into the college of her dreams. Wow. I thought it would have been very appropriate for my son to get on the phone and congratulate her. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he wanted to. But he's like, mom, don't get involved. And I would appreciate it. I don't want to. Oh, good. Okay. And I said, you know what? Okay. I took it upon myself because everybody posts on Facebook. I took it upon myself to call the mother and to congratulate her on her daughter getting into this. Yeah. Joshua would have been mad at me if I would have commented on it on Facebook. I, you have to know your yeah, boundaries. Also the soon. I'm trying to make is you have to know your boundaries as limit. a mother. Yeah. This is also soon. So I think it's okay because it's not like it's not like a year later and you're no, doing well, this. Two months later. Yeah, two months it's later. It's soon. It's okay, I think. The it's reason why what you did was okay in my eyes is because you called the mom. You didn't put it in social media right. so everybody can see That's that. Why I'm telling the that story. And if you his ha- mom's doing this, like mm-hmm. nobody needs to know that. You are doing the kindness of your heart. The time and a place for everything. Mm-hmm. It is inappropriate to comment when 
Your daughter is still obviously in pain. That's why you are fighting with her. Yeah. It obviously still affects her. Whether she's still in love with him or not, it's a history that she doesn't want to be brought up or brought to her attention. She's trying to get over it and not be reminded of it. Yeah. And what you're doing is, is that you keep on putting it in her face that she has to be reminded of a failed relationship that didn't work. So I feel for the sister. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. I, I totally feel for the sister. So, mom, back First off. off. If my uh, sister's ever tried it, talking to my ex... And they weren't friends before. I would kill them. Right. And even if they were friends, <laughs> I would them. kill them. I'd be like, like I would go no, I would kill them. Wait, wait, Claire, can I can I say one? Yes. Okay. I love this one. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for taking the time out to answer my question. I can't wait to read your book. By the way, I have a book out. It's called Write Your Own Fairy Tale. It's the sickest book. This is Siggy's book, by the way. You no, know, ten bucks will save your life and teach yes. you how to have a live your life to the fullest. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, I would like to hear you girls talk on the podcast about female friendship. I think it's important to have strong female friendships that will help and guide you through life. What are, what are the traits of a good friend? And what are the traits of a bad friend? How do you make new friends in your late twenties? And is it, and is it okay to like, you know, you to be best friends? Love to hear more advice from all of you. Um, love you lots. Lauren, that's an actually Lauren, amazing, such a good yeah. Yeah. like question. Amazing. Okay, so I can literally answer all of this stuff. Go so ahead, go ahead Claire. Say, so I'm going to kick it off. But you have a bubbly personality. So no, let's so here, let's hear from your point of view. From my like mm-hmm. happy sunshine day over here. Yeah. And then we'll get um, to us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then we'll talk so about for the, the thing that stuck out in my mind was when she said like, can you make a best friend when you're older? Because you know, a lot of yes. people yes. don't yes. have you know, you I'm have your childhood that. friends, yes. but sometimes you grow up and you grow apart and you move and move away and shit happens. Like, I totally understand that. I actually became extremely close with a girl who's my best friend, Kim, when I was 25. And it's so funny because we went to college together. We were friends. We we're in the same circle of friends, but we actually didn't really, really become really close until That's we fine. were 25. And it's so funny. I made a speech at her rehearsal dinner. And I said, if you had told me I was going to find my best friend when I was 25, I would have laughed in your face. And I'm like, oh, okay, like I have enough friends, like whatever. Right. And she really is mine. Like she's my girl like that. And and it's so weird to think it's like as, an, as a young adult that you're finding like your best friend. But then, which is so funny, one of the reasons why we bonded was because we both had an, a mutual friend who just kind of, we realized that she's just very selfish. And it was hard for me to kind of cut that person off. So let's call her Taylor. Okay. I was friends with Taylor throughout high school and college. And I started realizing that, you know, she was doing all this stuff. Like, um, she'd start lying to me about things. I'll never forget one time she lied to me and said, um, she never called me on my like birthday, which I think is so weird. Like, no, like excuses like, where she's just making up lies for yeah, to get so out of So one year was or... my birthday. She didn't call me. And I'm like, fine. But it's like 2000 Did or whatever. Did she text you? Did she no, Facebook no, no, you? No, 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 no. She has not called <laughs> me on my birthday once. That's weird. And I thought that was so weird. That's weird. The one year she did call me on my birthday was she was calling to complain to me about some other girl. And I was like, oh my God, Taylor's calling me. This is unbelievable. I can't believe she's actually remembered my birthday one year. No, she was calling to tell me about some drama she was having. And I was like, okay, this is annoying. So that was the first, that was like the first straw. So she is a little selfish. Then I found out that she was pregnant through social media. So she didn't tell you. Okay, so you didn't tell me you were having a baby. I had to find it on Instagram. And then it just kept spiraling like i was just like this is so ridiculous so finally i pulled back from her good and i know that she could be sitting here listening to this podcast or not being like well i had a baby and you're <clears> the <throat> one that changed and all that stuff no but, but it's, it's always like, everybody has their own sides i to feel like some good signs story. are if you start pulling away from a friendship if you feel like you are 
the only I one is to tango. I feel like if yeah. you feel like you're putting in a lot of effort and you're not getting anything back about little things, I'm not saying she's got to buy you a gift, but like a text message on your birthday or like mm-hmm. if you know someone died in your family, listen, it's 2015 or 2016, basically, you know, people know things and things happen. Like reach out to your friend when you know that something's important happened. Yeah. Like, I love that. I l- actually love, love that. Love yeah. this story about, you know, making friends but I I think that's great what you just said if you feel like something's not right and you're pulling back then maybe that isn't your best friend if they're not it does work both ways but mm-hmm. I am 28 years old and I, I met one of my really good friends last year when I was 27 at a bar who I don't talk to like I said before like I don't talk to many people and I was just the play, bar was really crowded and um I was there with my like best friend Jen and we were just standing there and we couldn't really move anywhere so we were kind of stuck at this little spot in the bar and the people next to us were kind of like have personalities like you guys where they're like right. bubbly right. and outgoing and at first I was like oh my god who is this crazy girl yeah, like, they're what so is she, annoying why is she trying Sam to would hate us at a bar sick like, uh, she'd be like get us away from those like, crazy girls those freaks I'm like oh my god so loud and annoying right. like, won't stop taking tequila but, shots seriously <laughs> that's in my mind I was like oh my god who is this person like what are they doing but she was really nice and we ended up because we couldn't move we ended up the whole night just staying there drinking and hanging out and we had the best time that mm. my friend Jen got her like it's weird we were like we came to a bar and this is like when I was like full on single I'm like we came yeah. to a bar and we, were, we joked that we picked up a girl because like who else who would ever do that so my friend actually got her number her name was Katie and she ended up being 30 years old uh, 29 years old so mm-hmm. it was like you're around the same age. Meanwhile, we're at a place where it's usually like 21 year olds. Right. And we would just like hit it off. And I swear from that day on, we hung out every weekend. And now she's one of my really great friends. And we, and Such a good I consider, I hang out with her more than half of my best friends that I've known my whole life. I hang out with this person that I just met a year ago who I, who I just feel it in my heart has like a good, like soul. And she's a good person. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of just went with it. And, mm-hmm. and, I have the best time when I'm with her. We're really great friends now. And it's true. I, I have best friends from when I was growing up and I have people now. And I, but I it's like, it's like you can make friends anywhere you go. Yeah, right. And you there's know? a common denominator. It's called, there are signs. You have gut instincts. Yeah. So Lauren's question is so good. Listen, when, when let's just take it as boyfriend, girlfriend, when somebody likes you, they call you. And when they say, call you, hey, I'd like to take you out to dinner. If they show up at seven, when they say they are going to show up, that means they're really into you. If they show up at nine, that means that they're really not into you. Mm-hmm. They take you out to dinner and they say, what would you like if they are considerate? If they're compassionate, yes. it's, it's 50, 50. I, uh, it, for example, I know you're allergic. Is, did I pick a good restaurant? When you see somebody actually caring about you mm-hmm. and actually, actually going to take that extra step, whether it's a girlfriend, Hey Sam, you want to go out tonight? I'm really not feeling well. Oh, you're not feeling well. I'll bring you. You want me to bring you soup over and we'll watch. Yeah. I'll, I'll come hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Or do you just want your space? Mm-hmm. That's when you know you have a good friend. They understand you, the communication. And, and when I say easy, I don't mean easy, spread your legs, Lucy, Lucy. <laughs> Every single day, I've been married to this man. I've been with this man, not married to him. I've been with this man and married, yes, but for 10 years. And every single day, it, the relationship gets easier and easier. It's the same thing with the friendship. Mm-hmm. When it's easy, it's just meant to be. Yeah. When there are trials and tribulations, like, okay, why didn't he call? Wait, I'm supposed to go out with my girlfriend tonight. And Beth didn't call me. Yeah. And now I find out on social media that Beth is at uh, a bar with somebody else. Then yep. you know that the friendship is not going in the right direction. So, yes, you could have friends. And you could meet your best friend in, in your yeah. late 20s. And, yes, <clears throat> the signs are. When people are just true to each other, when there's loyalty, when there's compassion. Mm-hmm. Actually, I 
I have to like tell you guys from being on the show, I actually lost a lot of friends. Really? Um, my friends from back home didn't really understand. I, I went to college, but I had my friends from home. I grew up with, we went to yeah. school together as we were little. And um, a lot of them didn't know, didn't get what I was doing. And they weren't um, supportive. So they were kind of like, really like, what are you doing? Why are you going on this show? Who, like, who, like you look terrible. Because they were like jealous. It's not I don't know. It's, yeah, it's but not it was not supportive jealous, that yeah. I actually had to sit back and cut people out of my life. And I cut out many people i only talk to a select few people from home now that because when you get older you also realize that it's more important to have a select few amount of true friends and when you're younger you think it's cool to have like 40 friends that love you and it's really mm -hmm. it's, really, it's not really not when you're older yeah. your your perspective changes and, and, and getting to completely and all that, that's why with all these likes it's such baloney that I you're know. setting the press in like yeah. i only get 34 to 50 like, i, I pay like everything cares i don't care i don't care if i got like one like it doesn't right you just have I to don't be post something for somebody yes. i mean i love the fact that people like it because it makes me happy that i did something cause, but i'm just saying with the younger generation now it's like oh i'm not cool because i don't get enough like social media also plays it with is your, so messed it's up crazy. messed up with your for head kids i feel bad for kids in school no, so do so i so i said oh sophie's like what's the matter she's like, oh i only had 250 likes i'm like because it's a competition thing it's it's, it's a, popular a popularity contest, contest. It's, it's, it is it's, and that's so sad yeah i hate that so I hate that for young kids like now because cell phones are everything. When I was in school, we didn't, I, had my, I didn't have my first cell phone until I was 16. No, Me neither. <laughs> like we used to write notes. Wait, yes, there was no. Nothing. Oh my God. And I used to so fold it up in so many notes. cool ways yeah. and walk through the hallway Who and like hand my five? Yeah. Who's your top five? Who's your top five? Do you like that? I, I, we used to send- Oh, MASH. To, no, we used to uh. send notes to the boys like name us your top three that you what? like in the class. Oh, and I was like, did you? I never did that. Yeah. That's scandalous. Yeah. But wait, back on the like The notes are the best. I know it's really the best. I also have friends that I only talk to or see a couple times a year. But, but still if I need them for anything, advice for I'd be there in one, one second. It's like a true friend. I you know? So like it's like also. just because you don't talk to someone every single day or maybe, you know, you don't see I them don't a have lot. To Listen, I Actually, have I the ones that I don't talk to the most are probably the ones that Listen, I like the best. I have to agree with you. You know? I have. It, <laughs> your, my real. mother taught me this. You have to have under Swear. five friends Swear. under one hand and then you're healthy. Mm -hmm. My best friend, Lori Consker and Kelly Spinner lives in Mississippi. I hardly ever see Kelly. When I'm on the phone with her, she's like, hi, doll face. Mm -hmm. I love, and I'm like, Kelly, I miss you. And when we're together, it's like we've been together for, yeah, just I feel you like yesterday. that with my mm -hmm. friends. Lori Consker, I go to Florida once a month. I go to Florida and Lori's like, do you have plans? And I could have plans every night, but it's, to me, it's not cool to have plans every night. Yeah, I want to no. chill. I want to be with my husband. Yes. But guess what, Lori? I want to be with you every night. Like, right. I could just show up at her house and just be on the couch and we could be watching TV and mm -hmm. I'm having the best night. Yeah. So, the friends that you don't see every day, those are the best friendships, I feel. Yeah. And then I have my best friend who I see every day, Jennifer. Mm -hmm. and she's like, Siggy, what, what are we doing today? I'm like, we're going to watch Creed. By the way, you guys have to watch oh, Creed. Oh, yeah, yeah, Please watch Wait, it. Wait, what's Creed? Rocky, it's a movie, yeah. Dan, 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 Dan. Yo, Adrian. Wait, is that with... um? It's a new movie that's out. With Sebastian Michael B. Jordan? Jordan? Michael B. Jordan mm -hmm. is amazing. I love me some Michael B. Everybody loves yummy. me some Michael B. Uh -huh. He was amazing in this movie. This Everybody's movie. saying that. I haven't seen it. It was insane. This movie was insane. But just being able to show up and just sit in the movie theater with Raisinets and popcorn with your best oh friend. It's such a nice afternoon. Yeah. So you don't need, you only need one, two, three good friends. You don't need 20. You don't need 40 people to love you. No. Actually, it, it, it's, it's so time consuming to have. It's like, yeah, my best friend, like you said, Claire, we went to college together, but through the whole, whole show and everything, if I ever needed her, she was there. We meet up for dinner here and there. She has her own life. I have mm -hmm. my own yeah. life. But we every time we get together, it feels like, you know. You just don't Hi, Drea. Love you. 
So well, that was Lauren or Laura? Who just who emailed Lauren. us that? Lauren. Beautiful thank you so much. That's yeah, a good question. That was a good one. I like talking about friendships. Yeah, me too. Okay. So I have another one. This is from Kyle. And he says, hey, Claire, Sammy, and Siggy. First of all, I love the podcast. I listen every week. Keep up the great work. Second, what? Kyle is a dog. Kyle, he's we love always Kyle. always on Instagram. Yeah. Always is seeing us. Wait, is this a Twitter, Kyle? Yeah, yeah he's Kyle. Awesome. I'm in love yeah. with Kyle. Kyle, you Kyle, have the best awesome. energy. And I, yeah. I, I mean, you're, you're so you're, supportive. Thank yeah, you. Yes, dog. we really, we love you. And we really appreciate the support. Um, so he said, um, keep up with the great work. And he said, second, why do you girl, why do you, think girls stay with or go back to a guy that's treated them like a doormat. I don't get it. Wouldn't, wouldn't they want to be with a guy that treats them the way they deserve to be? Yes. I've had three girlfriends in my 29 years of life and two of them left me for their douchebag ex-boyfriends. Um, you ladies inspire me and for that I thank you. I think he's so sweet. Such really a dog, is. Kyle. It's all about yeah. self-worth. Yeah, so they like- don't think they're worthy enough for you. And you've got to start picking women who love themselves and know their worth. Yeah. When a woman does not know what she's worth, she will always leave a great guy and go back to a douchebag. Do not be that douchebag. No, 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 no. They're not leaving you because you're not great. Sometimes when you don't love yourself and you're with a great guy, you sabotage that relationship. Yeah. And the man's like, wait, wait, wait. Why do these girls want the bad boys? It's not that they want the bad boys. They don't think that they're, they're just worthy messed up. They're like, of a good like boy. Problems. Yeah. So you've got to start really now being a good picker and pick women who are secure yeah. and know their worth. Because mm-hmm. the problem isn't you, Kyle. It's them. Yeah. And I know that's like, it's not you, it's me. But like, no, sorry, it is you. It's not me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. so don't yeah. be confident because the more yeah. confident you are with, um, I think, a girl or guy, whatever. I think that really shows. And sometimes people become more attracted to that. Yeah, yes. in general. But to go back to a you know a, a bad ex boyfriend, for me it's the it's the weakness of the woman. You, when mm-hmm. you're when you're in a, listen, you could be Kyle could be in a relationship with somebody and there could be no chemistry there, and you know they could break up and they could still stay friends. It's hard to find the one that you're supposed to be with. It's supposed to be life is supposed to be hard. No, it's not supposed to be easy. Yeah, it's about finding the right one. But you've got to become a better picker and stop picking these girls who don't know what they're worth. You they sound annoying too. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. You don't need to say that. Yeah, let, let, let them go back. If they don't want, if they're not interested in you, good. Let them go back to their, yeah, ex, their exactly. ex. Let them. And you have Karma. to know what your gifts in life. And when you have gifts in life, you have to be with somebody who admires and respects your gifts in life. You know, like one of my, you know, the reason why my, my marriage to my first husband didn't work out to Mark, who is a good friend of mine. And I, I only can say the nicest things about him is, is because one of my gifts is my energy. I like to talk to people. I'm loud and I'm opinionated. And my ex-husband wanted me to be quiet and he didn't want me to help other people. Not that he, he didn't want me to help other people, but when we were out and I wanted to talk to the waiter or the bus mm-hmm. boy, I mean, it would just annoy him. So here it is, two, two nice people, but he didn't really appreciate my gifts. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? We can't spend the rest of our life like this because I'm not going to change. Yeah, you can't be miserable. Now, Kyle, the second time around, I said to myself, I've got to pick a man who appreciates the SIG. Mm-hmm. Now I'm with a man that the louder I am, he's just smiling in the corner. Oh, I love so that. Cute. Sorry. Oh, he sees so me. Cute. So Hi, beautiful. Honey. What's the matter? I'm like, oh my God, I just made that girl's day. I just, oh my God. And he just gets, he I loves love the that. fact that he's allowing yeah. me. And I didn't have the same feeling when I was with my ex-husband. We created two beautiful kids together 
and I would go back to that relationship any day to have my children. But it's a different feeling when you pick the person who appreciates your gifts that God gave you. And Kyle, you're a nice person. You, you reach out all the time and through Twitter, you know, you leave nice comments. You got to understand that you got to pick a woman who's going to appreciate those gifts that God gave you mm-hmm. and never ever and know that she's got a gift. So she will never ever think about going back to something in the past. Exactly. I love well, that. So take a break from reading um, emails. I know I'm sure you have some more, but I actually have some relationship questions to ask Ooh, you guys. Sam, inbox Sam. from Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> no, not inbox today. Um, just some like no, your own in relationship own personal, gossip. Yep. Some gossip. gossip. What do you ladies think about being in a relationship, but um, your boyfriend or girlfriend has a password on their phone? Is that okay when you're in a relationship or should you be able to know that password so that you can access their phone? Yes. Or is it weird that That's your boyfriend very, or girlfriend has a password on their phone? I have a password on my phone. Dave has one on his phone, but, I we, have have, but we have each yeah. other's. We I know what they that, are. But you like, know so, what it is. So then yeah. I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. After six months, you're in a relationship and it's stable. You should have each other's passcodes. Yeah. There is no time. I can leave my phone anywhere. So listen. I have to under, you have to understand what I'm going through. A lot of people have dealt with cheaters in their lives and broken relationships. And all we're looking for is to be loved and to give love. Mm-hmm. In order to have a relationship based on trust, you should be able to say, I'm not hiding anything from you. Love that. I'm sorry. If I see Michael's phone, I could pick it up at any time and go through anything I want. And Michael's like, babe, have you seen my phone? I'm like, oh, I'm just going through your emails. I don't know why. I t- Do you? Yes. You go through his phone? I go through his phone. Is that weird? Um, I'm a weirdo. I don't know what to tell you. I don't I'm think it's no. Weird. You do what every girl wants to do. I don't think it's <laughs> weird if woman if no. if Michael's okay with her doing it. I think it'd be different if Michael was like, "What are you doing with my phone? Why are you on my phone?" But it is a free open the relationship. Fact that Michael's okay with it. Yeah, I'm barely on his phone. But sometimes I want to see like. You know, we have like, I want to see if my stepchildren are coming or how they respond. Okay, okay. that's normal. Gonna, no, no, no. But I'm just saying, I'm not checking Michael's phone for women's sakes. Right. It's other things. But you know what? I like the fact that he's never said, he's on, sometimes I, my phone will be ringing. He's uh, like, honey, your phone's ringing. And I'll have like 19, 26 text messages. Yeah. And, hold, you know, it's on the front screen. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, Karen's trying to get hold of you or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's I said, honey, so can nice. you text her back? Yeah. To me... If you're in a relationship, you're getting all of me. Yep. I'm not giving you 99.9. I'm giving you 100%. I expect the same in return. Mm-hmm. If we're in a relationship for over six months, it's a year, it's eight months, it's two years, it's three years. Honey, the fact that you have a passcode that I don't know about is shady to me. That's so I shady. Agree. I think Sam, it's so what do you, shady. Yeah, what do you think? Sam? I have a passcode. Um, do I want people on my phone? No, but right. I'm not hiding anything. Right. Yeah. I have nothing to hide, but... God forbid my phone gets stolen. I don't want somebody to have access to my right. phone. That's no, why I have a passcode. You have a passcode. If you, but if I was with somebody, right. I have nothing to hide on my phone. That if I will always have a passcode. But no, they no, want to okay. know my passcode. I don't care because so I have nothing saying? to hide because so I'm now loyal. Let's say Sam is with somebody and he he's like, babe, my phone just dropped and cracked. Can I use your phone? And he picks up Sam's phone and he goes, "What's your passcode?" She goes, yeah. one, two, three, four, whatever. That's showing that's that trust. she has nothing to hide. Oh, yeah. That's and I open feel like and honest. I agree. I'm not, I'm not saying, I think everybody should have a passcode. I have a four-letter passcode. It's good. Yeah. But your significant other should be able to go on your phone if you I need agree a passcode. I agree. Your phone's not working. Now, it's shady. People who, A, go to the bathroom to use their phones. That's I, right. I yes. tell several people who the phone is why their relationship is not working out. 
because mm-hmm. every time they're on the phone, it's hidden. They have to go into another room. Oh, to talk hell. That's if so I'm weird. dating someone and they have to go into another room to talk on the phone, that's not okay. That's yeah. the first sign. Well, that that's like, hello, that's why right. can't you have the conversation in front of me? The only reason why I would ever leave and go have a it's conversation in the bathroom is if it's a yeah. business call or if or, it's inappropriate for me to be talking about. Or, exactly. What you're if in I'm a talking? bar and it's Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Right. We, we know what the things are, but listen, if your gut's saying it's shady, it's a little bit shady. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to speak up your mind. Listen, Guys, whoever told you you're coming back to life as the same person, if you believe in reincarnation, you're not. Yeah. You got one time to do this dance. You got to do it your way. And you can't be afraid of somebody else not liking you. Mm-hmm. I wake up every day and I'm sure that there are people out there who say, oh my God, I can't stand her. But guess what? I have to tell those people something. 99.9 happened to love the fact that I'm, I say it like it is. Whether you agree with me or not, you're allowed to, I'm not always right. You're allowed to disagree with me, but you got to own who you are and you can't be afraid to say, listen, my gut is saying to me, something is shady. I don't like what's up with that. Can I have your passcode? Yeah. The person will say, of course you can have my passcode. 9222. Okay. And if they say no, they're definitely hiding so something. They say, no, you don't have to break. You say, listen, I think that's a little bit shady. Really? Why do you think it's shady? Then it causes this huge bite, mm-hmm. huge commotion. And then they're like, well, I think, why would you ever want to look at my phone? Yeah. Um. Let, you know what? The <laughs> fact that I don't, I don't have access thing. to your phone is it's making privacy. Well, what happens is, is that you start to think things in your mind, and then okay, you're late, and you're always talking in the bathroom, and then you start to be like, we're, yeah, we're, and say if, it, it's just it leads to bigger and better things. It's just like listen, if your phone's broken and you need to use my phone, you can have my passcode to use the phone. But you know what? I I like to be private, and you if if you're in a relationship. That person should say, you should trust that I would never look through your phone. I think mm-hmm. it's just like having a locked door in your house. Yeah. You want to know what's behind that locked door. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think it, it's correct. You just want your man to be like, sure, you can go through my phone. And the fact that he says that or like a girl that you don't have nothing to do it now because you just because you know what you got this this secure thing yes that you don't even need to look in it so i think the better thing is to just do that in general because then you just you won't even look in it because you get that friendships and relationship that's what it's about yeah if you know your partner is insecure and got out of a relationship where he was cheated on and lied to what you have to do in that relationship is you have to step up to the plate and ease those insecurities Mm -hmm. if you love him and vice versa if you're with a partner who's confident, who's never been cheated on and is open, that person's got to understand where you've come from. Right. Everybody's got a story. Everybody's got a perfect Please. relationship. Relationships are work, people. Right. I mean, when I first got in a relationship with Michael, I was saying, you know what? I'm going to test him. I'm going to be even louder today. Could you imagine <gasps> all those you're people so to funny. suffer listening to that voice? Like, oh, yeah. my God. And you know he still loved you yeah. at the end of the day. He, he That's like, love. I, I love you. I love the core of you. <gasps> oh, I can't God. get enough of you. That's so sweet. I mean, and I'm like, Wow, I mean, okay, you got and it. Guess what? Now I'm like a little bit more calm. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I actually have um, like now that we talk, I have something else that um, I want to touch base with. Speaking on like families and stuff that we're talking about. Say you're married, okay, and and now you get in a fight with your family. You're like your family, and they get in a fight with your husband. Whose side do you take? Ooh, that's hard. I take my husband's side. Yeah, but your your blood is your family. Now it's such a complicated thing. Isn't your husband your new family? And I and I it just happened. So complicated. When I first met Michael, my family was against me being with Michael. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And my mother, who who I come from, a very Jewish family. My mother was very very upset that I was opening up my home now to Christmas and Easter and family traditions. And I said to my mom, Mom, I love you. I don't want to disrespect you. You gave me life. Mm-hmm. I've been a good daughter, but I am on my husband's side. 
This is his tradition. A relationship is 50-50. Mm-hmm. I am not saying that I'm not going to follow my traditions. We are now, we have a blended family. And it's going to be difficult, but we're going to get through it. And we have a lot of challenges, but I'm standing by my husband. So I would appreciate it that if you did not approve of this, do not come to my house. Mm-hmm. Now, me doing that, it also set the bar high for me and Michael. It was saying, this is where we are. We're good people. We'll welcome you, but we're not going to take anybody's shit. Yeah. Every single person came around. Everybody came around. That's my good. mother will be here on Christmas Day. That is huge. Mm-hmm. That is huge. When she said to me, Sigalit, every Christmas Day, I come to your house now. I said, what? When she said that to me, it was like, wow, mom, thank you. Yeah. So, you know you know what? Thank you for coming around and realizing that this is the man that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. We can't pick and choose. This is who I have chemistry with. I love this man. It's such a tough thing, though. Like, right. who, do you, it's and just tough because your family is your blood. Your hu- it's your husband. But and, and guess what? It took three years for the first three years. She was wow, there. Same. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Every year she says, I come to your home this Christmas. I she's said, so you know cute. What do you think, Claire? And you guys met my mom? Yeah, no, she's I, so cute. She's, she's so okay, sweet. Any bad, any, uh, a woman No, was, so any, sweet. No, the sweetest, sweetest woman, woman ever. in the world who has her old-fashioned opinions. Yeah. And I say, you've got to stick by your husband's side unless he's wrong. I, I was actually just okay. going to say that. If he's wrong, then you... St- I you- think it depends... On the situation, because what if you don't know who's wrong or right? Like it depends on the situation. I, I think it right. literally right. depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. so say if my husband did something awful. I mean, I can't even think about what it would be to the point where I and like if he ever got into a fight with my sister or something yeah, like, like who, that. What would you do if you're stuck in the middle now? I'd honestly Understood. would have to. I would have to pick up your family. Yeah, I, I would have to like family, like out, sister or husband. I think I'd have to figure out what the, like, it depends on the conversation. Well, let's say you're over, okay, and your husband is a big mouth. I have a lot of people who are married to husbands who are very obnoxious, mm-hmm. and it happened to my friend before, and her whole family's over, and her sister walks in, and this guy, Joe, says, I'm going to use the word Adrian, because I just, yo, Adrian, <laughs> nice pair of tits. Your tits look great. That's inappropriate in front of the mm-hmm. whole family. Yes. Yeah. So at that point, she turned around and said, you do not speak to my sister that way, especially not in front of my parents. And if that happens again, it's going to be even a bigger problem. Right in front of the family, you call it out oh, right yeah. there. I, I mean, I told you. Yeah, but then now it's like that. very awkward. And awkward. That, but that's his fault. Now, he what if, the they, what if now them two are in this huge fight? They should be in a huge fight. And you say, I'm taking my sister's side. Listen, if your gut says my husband okay. was inappropriate yeah. and you really do not believe in what he did. So if your husband says, hey, Adrian, you look really, really nice. I love your outfit. And she says, Joe, that's so inappropriate for you to be noticing my outfit. Then you say, listen. I'd be like, all right, pipe down. Yeah. You calm down. If he says, yo, nice pair of tits on you, that's inappropriate. Your yeah. gut instinct says, wait. That what? was a perfect um, you, you, um, to experience be, to tell, yeah. to, to show people like what, what we really mean. Situation by it's situation. situation. Yeah. That's it's, what it is. It's play by play. It really just depends right. on what. But so uncomfortable though. There are some people who are married to obnoxious people. And I know, they tend to get people. out of control. Maybe some obnoxious people and you just, deal, you just have yeah. to deal with it. I just um, can't imagine Claire or Sammy ever being married to anybody who's obnoxious. No, Dave's no. definitely not uh, obnoxious. I can't no. He's not. He's... I like somebody to balance me out. I like yeah. somebody who's a little bit more upbeat than me because I'm kind of... Well, right. I could be fun, but I'm kind of like more shy, more whatever until, you know... I get to know you and then whatever. But I like somebody to balance me out. I like somebody who has personality, who's right. kind of funny, yeah. who's like, you know, 
a good time. I like that. I, I well, do Michael well and with I, that. Michael and I are opposites. He mm-hmm. balances me out because he's so cool, calm, yeah. and collected. See, opposites attract. But he's yeah. the life of the party, mm-hmm. you know, in all actuality. At the end of the day, I'm like, same. He's like, Siggy, you're the life of the party. And I'm like, Michael, I love the uh, fact that you bullshit me because you are everything. Like, he yeah. makes it so much fun. Mm-hmm. He's like, everybody, champagne for everybody. And He's I'm at so 930 sweet. going, my ankles are killing me. Can we get out of here? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Okay, I got another letter. Okay. Okay, this is from Abby. She says, hey, girls, I'm a fan of your podcast. Just saying, listening to you is Listening to you all is so entertaining. I look forward to it every week. Me and my sister have been addicted from the first episode and all of you are such strong, real women and should be really proud of uh, proud of how you all stay so true to yourself. Sorry, I'm so dyslexic and I obviously can't read out loud. Um, I'm a 21-year-old listener from England and I would love for you guys to Ooh, discuss England. in an upcoming episode, falling in love for the second time. I was with my boyfriend for four years and we split up over a year ago. I feel like I'll never get that same bond with anyone else. And it's starting to make me feel depressed that I should and I should be over him by now. But I'm finding it so difficult to move on. I hope you get around to reading this message. It would mean a lot. Thanks again for such an amazing podcast talk show for you. Ladies should be in the future. Love you all. Absolutely. Um, She said, P.S. I send this to Siggy's Instagram. So oh, just like I know. didn't even get, I, I don't yeah, even know. How to, I don't, I still don't know how to get my direct I message on Instagram. Get my I'm going to show you. Oh my God. So her question basically is, she, is she fell in love hard time thing. when she was, she's only 21. So, I mean, she's they were a, together for four so she's years. Still young. Yes. So congratulations on not being a hoe while you were 16, 17, 18 and 19, yeah. 17, 18, 19 and 20. 20. Yeah. You had a serious boyfriend. You're still a baby. You are 100 percent please believe me when I say that you will feel that again. Yeah. When you end a relationship for four years, it takes a while to get over it because that was your first real love. love. And that's, you know, that's 17, 18, 19, 20. Those are really prominent years, I think, whenever you're growing up. Like, that's really when you start to kind of mold who you want to be, I think, personally. So, I mean that's a that's a hard well, thing. Well, I was in a it's kind of, I was in a three year relationship when I was eighteen, right, <laughs> or whatever. When I was young, I was in like a three year relationship, and we broke up. I was devastated. Mm-hmm. I was like, my life is terrible. I'm never gonna fall in love again. Love, yeah. I'm only eighteen, by the way, guys, and I've come to realize that so much more life happens. And yes, there's so much exactly. many more relationships and love stories, different kind of love stories that you you are gonna be like, you're gonna look back and be like. What the hell was I ever thinking? What exactly. was wrong with me back then? Right. Yeah, because know- you you have different kinds of love. Like I have felt, I have fallen in love again, and I even more than the first time. You have to realize that there's so much life ahead of you, especially yes. when you're so young. Twenty one, you're still so young. Yes. You know what? There's life has many different um, unexpected things that are going to happen to you. Great, positive, negative. You just have to go with it, and you have to look up because if you don't, if you keep staying in this depressed state you're not going to get anywhere. You have to kind of like live like Siggy. We always talk about this. You kind of have to just put yourself out there and, and live each day with like a positive thinking. And that's, this is and in your book. Definitely this more, is in your book. It's definitely book, easier said than you done. No, it is easier said than done. You, you have to just have the focus. It will happen. Take, you will. You just take your time. It's yeah. fine. But also compliment yourself on what yes. you accomplished. Do you know my daughter is 13 years old? She is dying. This is when they get boy crazy. Oh Yeah. No one wants to be a thing and just have hook up with 20, 30 guys. Everybody wants to find a significant other. Mm-hmm. It's the best feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. The fact that you found that at such a young age and you had it for four years, your next one's going to be eight years long or mm-hmm. even longer. Like you got to give yourself a pat in the back while everybody else is just, you know, getting dumped and going from boy to boy and trying to find there. You had that experience of being like 
monogamous. Yeah, you should feel lucky because I know people, lucky. I'm 20 years old. I know people that are like 25 that still have had Never. no sexual relations with, right. with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, or had a, a real relationship a with real somebody. Right. Yeah. Right. And I say this all the time. Like there, there's many people that haven't even got to experience that. So you're kind of, you should say to yourself, like yes. you're lucky that you got to experience like, look at it. Totally different. Look yeah. at the glass. It's half full with all your experience and your four years of a relationship. Your whole thing would be like, listen, I already, I, I, I was already part of the Olympics. I'm just going back to train to get back into the Olympics again. Yes, like it's it's a huge compliment that you're so young and that you had a four year relationship, and now it's over. Put it in the past. Your next one's going to be bigger, better. I promise you that. And let me just tell you also one thing. In life, like I always say this, a relationship doesn't define you. A relationship will not make your life better. Right. Being in a relationship isn't everything these days. You do not need to be in a relationship for your life to be complete. Mm-hmm. So don't focus on your whole life like, I need to be in a relationship to feel mm-hmm. good. Like, no, there's other ways to make yourself feel better about yourself. It should just what, enhance you know? your life. It yes. consume your right. life. Right, and that's why exactly. I say Perfect. you're single, keep yourself busy. Yeah. Take a cooking class, take a photography class, get yourself out there. Keep yourself busy. Don't keep yourself alone, you know, on your bed, on your laptop. Because uh, that's when you do the most Instagram. thinking. It's not healthy. That's, that's yeah. where all the unhealthy thinking yes. comes. Exactly. And then you're like internet stalking. Yes. And, and then, then you become really a sicko. crazy. <laughs> and you become obsessed. And these yeah. are the people who I tell them to get out of the bubble. Mm-hmm. Get out of the bubble. There's a whole world out there. You know, t- take a poem class. T- join a book club. Go to the comedy shop. Do something. Every opportunity you get... Just keep the ball rolling. Yeah. All right. I think we have time for one more email. Okay. okay. This one comes from Becca. And it says. I love that name too. I too. love that name too. It's so funny because I want to like, want to skip to the question, but I like hearing that people like us. So, so re- read I'm going to read it. Go ahead, girl. It says, hello, ladies. I love your podcast and wish you had an episode every day. Girl, me too. Right? Me, me three. We're going to have... We will. We're we're hopefully we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, we have to. Um, I hate waiting a full week for another episode. So here's my question slash scenario. I'm 26 years old and I've been dating my boyfriend for six years. I currently live at home and my family unit and I are super close. I've always been a people pleaser and I have rarely done anything to upset my parents because their perspective of me means everything to me. My boyfriend and I have been talking about marriage and I've even looked at rings together. However, my parents have been vocal about wanting me to be a career woman and wait until later in life to get married and have kids. I don't want to disappoint them in any way, but I also want to do what I think is best for me too. They've been warming up to the fact that marriage might be in my near future, but I'm terrified that if I told them how I really feel and she wants to get engaged soon, they will tell me they're disappointed in me and that that would totally crush me. Also, my boyfriend is finishing up with grad school this May and he told me he was thinking about proposing in the summer when, um, but he doesn't have a job yet. Should I wait? Should I let things play out naturally? If there's an alternative where everyone can get what they want, what would that be? Am I too young to worry about marriage and a proposal? Yeah, how old is she again? She's 26. And then the last she's thing she's not too, she's am not I too, too young? No. She says, am I too old to care about what my parents think? Okay, first off, you can be engaged for as many years as you want. Yeah. Yes, and second off, it's you. you need to wait and let things play out. You need to get over your anxiety. What's about happening getting to you engaged, yeah. is so unbelievably great. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the way that you present it to your parents with love and respect is you start out the conversation like this. Mom and dad, when it's, when it's closer to summertime, I have to talk to you about something. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I love you and I care about you. And I don't want you to be upset. And I don't want you to think I'm disrespecting you. However... I want to give you a heads up that I'm going to be engaged this summer and it's going to be the happiest time of my life. 
because I love him. Let's say his name is Bill. Bill is the love of my life. And I know that you're concerned that I'm only going to be a married woman and have nothing else. But however, I'm working on that too. I'm not going to give up on having a career and I'm going to take classes I'm, and I'm focusing on Baba, but you have to set up the stage to mom and dad. I'm talking to you because I respect you. However, I'm still going to continue with this because I'm very, very happy. Exactly. And they will love it because you just communicated it to them in the right way. Mm-hmm. But also, you should do it right before summer. And also do what they want from you. Still continue your career. Yes. Still do yeah. everything that, that they expect from you because the, it, the longer that you're still doing you know, things that for yourself and for your parents that will just only show them respect, then they will support you in any way. Yes, mm-hmm. and your parents are not being unre- unreasonable in their request. Well, they're not saying we don't want you to get married, we don't like it. They're saying, you know what, a lot of parents today are really, really scared that when a marriage doesn't work out, that the woman ends up like, if she doesn't have a career, she's basically mm-hmm. screwed. Mm-hmm. So they're just looking out for them. So get it, get something going, whether it's a two, I don't know what it is, but talk to them and say, listen, just because I'm going to get engaged doesn't mean I'm not going to still want to yeah. be a court reporter. For exactly. Example. Just because you're going to follow through right. yeah. on becoming a court reporter. I just exactly. made that up. So my courses are still intact. Getting engaged will not say I'm quitting my, my dream or my goal of having a career. Mm-hmm. You got to bring this up before summertime and it's all in your presentation and your delivery. Yeah. Yes. How you present it to them. And I'm telling you that everything will be okay and congratulations. Yeah. It's to be, you should be really excited about all the fun stuff that's going to happen. And it sounds like, you know, you have a lot of really, really, really fun things in your future. And also just because you get engaged doesn't mean your life starts or stops. And just because yeah. you get married doesn't mean your life stops. It just enhances exactly. your life. And, and I like to say, like, tell your parents when you do get engaged, like, doesn't mean you're getting married tomorrow. Like, yeah. You can get married years from being Whatever. engaged. So you still have so much life ahead of you to do what you need to do. Yes. Exactly. I hope exactly. your parents support you. And good luck. Yeah. yeah. And let us know how all that turns out. And so if we answered your emails today, guys, tweet us, email us back. Let us know if, you know, what happened. I want to know what happened. Yeah, and also don't, insta- in your- don't Instagram questions because I really don't know how to get, get you can get Instagram me. But try and email us, though. Yeah. So can you do the email one more time? Email just, you can write a lot. Yeah, it's and it's- dear just saying at gmail.com. Dear just saying. Spell it again. S-A-Y-I-N yep, at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Mm-hmm. Any question, nothing is off limits. No, we will nothing. answer it. We will. We love. We love. We love. Love. Love to get to get feedback. And yeah, and questions. we love emails. I mean, I. I mean, I get I so mean, excited yeah. reading them. Part of this for us to do this is we're not being filmed, so you can't see us. But the whole part of us is to give to you a takeaway for to make your life as better. You know, to to enhance your life in any way possible, so mm-hmm. you could share. You know, with other people. But that's what makes it very vital. So we look forward to getting your emails. Yes. Yeah, so please yeah. send them. And thanks for listening in again. And yeah. Oh, wait, we can't leave yet. I have to do uh, my hangover report. Oh, wait, oh, we're okay. not done. Okay. Wait, hold on. We're not done yet. We have I the got, hangover I, I report. I know people get hungover in January. People get hungover all the time. It was just New Year's. Um, yeah, exactly. So this hangover report is not from being hungover. It's just oh. the title of my segment, everybody, because it has to do with driving. So I want to make sure everyone knows that this is not drinking and driving story because I would never condone that. That just happens to do with driving. Okay, so I got into my first, I wouldn't call it a car accident because I've never, knock on what have been on a car accident. I've been very lucky. But I got in my first fender bender where okay. my car got damaged and their car got damaged. So I need your guys' advice because I don't know what to do. This is what happened. I'm, it's raining out. I'm driving down. This happened to me two weeks ago. I'm driving down a one-way street, but it's a two-lane street. Driving down. I'm in the left lane. This woman is in the right lane. The woman said that she had put her blinker on 
to pull across the left lane and to park on the left side of the street. So basically, Where are you? I'm, left lane? I'm in the left lane. She's in the right lane. She's next to you. Yeah. So I'm driving forward. And what she does, she turns to the left and scratches the whole side of my car because I keep driving. You remember you saw my car? You're like, what the heck happened to your car out there? My oh, whole yeah. side of my car is messed scra- up. It's great. Right. So I now, you know, I'm driving past her car and she's taking her car and scratching the whole <gasps> side of my car. What did you do? Did you stop? Of course <laughs> I stopped. I pulled over. I started shaking. I was oh crying God. like a five-year-old. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Why are you saying sorry? So here's oh, my problem. Hey, you said it up uh, already. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying I, sorry like you're guilty. I know, but I I Same. thought oh, that I, I was in the wrong. I thought that I was in the wrong. I thought that it was my fault. And so I said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I like look at her car. Her car is like very, very minimal damage. Of course, it's this like fancy Mercedes CLA. Oh, was she like you know. She was fine. She was okay. fine. So we pull over. She takes my insurance information. I just took down her information. Her- I didn't oh my know. God. I've never been in a situation like this. I didn't know you were supposed to call the cops. Did you guys know that? Yes. Absolutely. Right. I didn't know you were supposed to call the cops. I didn't know you were supposed to take the other person's information. I had no idea. I was just sitting there crying Wait, and shaking, clear. saying, I'm so sorry. Right? So I call my insurance company and there and I tell them what happened. They go, I'm sorry. What happened? You were in the left lane and she crossed over your lane to go in a left parking spot. And I was like, Yes. She goes, they go, that's not your fault. That's her fault. She should have wow. waited for you. She obviously wasn't looking. This is her fault. And I said, but I said it was my fault. And they go, okay, well, we'll deal with that later. But like, so now this woman wants me to pay for Hell her no. damage. Hell and I had to get no. my, wait, I had to get my car assessed to see how much damage was. $4,000. She has to pay to her insurance. I know it. Well, right now it's he said, she said. So I don't know. With the, no cops? No cops. No, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. And she, I'm sorry, she was older than me. She's obviously done this before. She knew that I was supposed to do this. She didn't want the cops to show up. Because she knew it was her fault. Right. So now, because anybody would call the cops. got to talk to her insurance company and say, listen, we know what's going on here. Obviously, Claire's it was naive to the situation. She was saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but really didn't didn't understand that. If somebody, listen, everybody knows that if you get hit from behind, it's always your fault. Right. Okay? Yeah. So, Claire thought, and here's what happened. It's actually your client's fault. So now the insurance companies have to hash it out. Yeah. But they're going to be mad at you because you could have made the whole thing easy on them. Yeah. By A, not saying I'm sorry and B, getting the police. I know. Police I had no idea that that's what you're supposed to do. I know that makes you sound like such a naive five-year-old. When I got, I got into like a fender, but I the same freaking thing happened. But um, I was in Westchester. Where what you still up? live in White Plains. Right, where I'm from. And the same thing. I'm, I'm, I, there was two lanes and we were both turned. The two lanes both turned like, the left mm-hmm. right? and I was turning and a lady was turning at the same time and our cars hit Wow! and and I I didn't know what to do it was my first experience so I called my mom who is she works for insurance and deals with this on the daily mm-hmm. so she's just like okay wait there um she's like call I guess the lady called the cops or yeah. whatever and I was like I'll just wait here and like whatever and it ended up being like no, but nobody was at fault. No fault, right? No fault. no fault. I got that because See, it was whatever. But was I was freaking out though too. I was like, oh, I was like what do you she do? was mean too. The girl was so the woman, older woman mm-hmm. with like a mink coat, was like so. Oh yeah, mean. she had like her eighteen karat <laughs> diamond ring on. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you're she really gonna make so me pay for your scratch? Me. Oh my and god, like, I'm just so mad, and I would just I. Uh, I was so naive, and I didn't know what I was supposed to do, and I don't wait. So who knows that you said I'm sorry? 
Just her. The woman does, and my insurance company knows. I said, I'm sorry. Okay. Because so, I was like, it's my fault. And they're, and they're like, wait, all, what happened? It wasn't all, your fault. Like it. First of all, you never said that. You never said, but first of all, that's all hearsay. Wait, yeah. Because <laughs> I always think like an attorney, like, yeah, so you have to think like an attorney. Has to now contact her insurance yeah. company. Yeah. Well, she said, so I was talking to my insurance company the other day, and they were like, okay, well, she already reached out to us, and she says it's your fault. And they're like, but it's not your fault. Right. So See, it's going to be like it. my mom always has to, with when she deals with this, she always has to, um, look at all, everything that happened and yeah. they look into it deep because this is insurance. Well, here's the thing. If you pay. go and look at my car, which actually they're supposed to come and yeah, they, assess they need my to car, inspect it. they want to come inspect it because I got inspected and that's where I got the quote from for a bazillion dollars. But if you look at my car, the where the damage is, you can tell that I was She's, driving yes. and she hit me. Like she started and the turning ins- and the my car was already there. We'll, we'll see that. Yeah. And they'll, they'll see that. This is just, What's going on with your life lately? I don't know, guys. You're nice. You're nice yeah. and crazy lady that was living next door to you. you, you somebody some, bangs up a, your car. You're thank, like, hi. This is a new year for you. 2016 yeah. is going to be a better oh, year Oh, can we you. talk about um, New Year's resolutions really fast before we go? Okay. Want to know mine? What? My, mine's going to be not to be nice. No, I'm kidding. Mine is going to be not to eat mindlessly. I eat in front of the TV and I eat with my cell phone. So anytime I eat like meals... No cell phone near me. No TV on. I'm going to sit and enjoy my food. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know um, it sounds really bizarre, but it's something when you're, <laughs> when you are like, I know that sounds so weird, but I'm trying to be really healthy. And you're in a baby carry. <laughs> and I just want to say, hush, little baby, don't say a word. Siggy's going to buy you a mockingbird. Because you're a darling. Yeah. Well, no, I just feel like whatever you, I'm a mindless eater. Like I'll say, we've been eating popcorn. I don't know if you guys can hear us, but like, I will sit here and eat popcorn the whole time or I'll be on my phone eating my breakfast. So I don't actually enjoy what I'm eating and then I don't realize that I'm like, yeah, I never feel yeah. satisfied. Okay, I get it. It's good. So I feel like that'd be a know. good way to do yeah. that. Yeah, I feel like every every year it's like lose weight, but like yeah. who cares about that? So yeah. I'm gonna, my New Year's resolution is to um, be successful in my in, endeavors. endeavors. Like whatever I do, I want to just do it with mm-hmm. like, well, I want to be like 100% in my businesses and everything. And I and I hope to be successful with that. That's mm-hmm. that's just my New Year's resolution. That's a good one. My New Year's resolution is the same every year. To continue being healthy and happy. Beautiful. Every year. Healthy and happy. And mm-hmm. then every year I change that up. Well, you know, now I, we've already talked about I'm very into yoga and, and spinning. And I continue to eat right mm-hmm. and taking vitamins, you know, and, and knowing that, you know, I'm... I'm I'm just going to continue in a in, in a good streak and and hope all the best for my family and friends and good. for everybody to be healthy and happy. Love it. Good, I love it. Right, well, listeners, thank you so much for listening again. Yay. Email us anything, any questions. Also, email email us your uh, New Year's resolutions because apparently these girls don't like mine and maybe I need a new one. <laughs> no, um, dear just saying at gmail dot com. We love you all and we'll yeah. see you or listen to Bye you next guys. week or you can listen to us next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. I had to pee. Sorry. You too. (laughs) Love you. Bye. Bye.